0: Brought to you by the students at Mary Persons High School, in conjunction with MPTV. This is Monroe County Schools Radio, exclusively on Magic 100 FM.
1: Many people don't realize the impact teachers truly have on students and take advantage of how much they contribute to the learning experience in the classroom. Whether they are teaching four-year-old kids who are just starting school or seniors that are about to start their life, Teachers work hard to help each and every student achieve their goals.
0: Today, we are here to talk about some of the teachers that have gone above and beyond and became one of the few teachers of the year. Believe it or not, teachers have lives outside of school too. Here are some interesting facts that they have told us. Hi, I'm Autumn Richmond, and today I'm going to be here to talk to you about some teachers of the year at Monroe County Schools. First up, we have Ms. Lane. She teaches economics at Mary Persons High School. We asked her a few questions and one of the questions we asked was for her to share her personal educational history. I grew up in Lizella, Georgia and went to Tattnall Square Academy in Macon, Georgia. I then attended Georgia Institution of Technology and received a bachelor's in international affairs. I was awarded a master's in the art of teaching from Georgia College and State University in the secondary social studies education. The next question that we asked is how long have you been teaching and what are your teaching assignments been? She said, I taught for 16 years since 2003. I taught at Rutland High School for the first four and hope to teach at MP until I retire. I have taught economics, AP macro and macroeconomics, government, geography, AP world history, AP European history and graduation test review. A lab class with students in college courses and on Edgenuity. Then we asked her, what's your favorite memory involving your teaching? I teach for these amazing moments when a student has worked really hard on a concept and suddenly things become clear. It is so powerful to see how hard work pays off for students, especially if they don't initially believe it's possible. What's the most challenging thing about teaching? She says, particularly teaching a course that is tested, I feel like we buckle in a roller coaster and hold on until we get to the finish line. The pace of our courses is unreeling and can be tiring which makes having teammates like Mr. Simmons and Ms. Fields so vital. What's the most rewarding thing about teaching? She says, The most rewarding thing about teaching, I get to help seniors plan their next steps. So it is so humbling to be a part of the process. Helping students find jobs, research military careers, or applying for colleges. Next up for the Teacher of the Year, we have Ms. Ford. She's a first grade teacher at Hubbard Elementary School. The first question we asked was personal educational history. She says, I grew up here in Forsyth and was a student of Monroe County School System. I'm a 2003 graduate of Mary Persons High School and I'm proud to be an MP Bulldog. When I graduated Mary Persons, I was accepted to Gordon College and attended for two years. When I graduated with my associates in early childhood education, I was then accepted into early childhood education programs at Georgia College and the State University in Milledgeville, Georgia, where I graduated with my bachelor's degree in early childhood education. From there, I was excited to accept a teaching position at Samuel E. Hubbard Elementary School, teaching second grade. During my first year of teaching, I was accepted to Lesley University, where I graduated with my master's degree in interacting with the arts and curriculum and instruction. How long have you been teaching, and what are your teaching assignments been? She says, I've been teaching for 13 years, and I'm proud to say that all of them have been right here in Monroe County at Samuel E. Hubbard Elementary School. I taught second grade for 11 years and have been teaching first grade for the last two years. What's your favorite memory involving your teaching? She says, I shared two years with a very special student who always hold an important place in my heart. He was battling cancer, but to look at him, you would never know it. He always had such an affectionate smile and love to learn. He had a real passion for books and worked so hard to learn how to read. One of the happiest moments for me was one morning when he wanted to take a break in the library. We sat under the reading tree house which he loved to visit, and put out one of his favorite elephant and piggy books. He snuggled up beside me and read his book with so much excitement and enthusiasm. He pointed at the picture and laughed out loud while he read with different voices for the characters. When he finished, he looked at me with the biggest, proudest smile. That is a smile I'll never forget and a feeling of accomplishment I want all of my students to experience. What is the most challenging thing about teaching? She begins to say, One of the most challenging things for me as a teacher is wanting to truly reach each of my students and instill in them a genuine love for learning. I want all of my students to see themselves as I do with infinite potential that they had and to know their future is truly limitless. I want my students even at a young age to have a drive and passion for bettering themselves and believing in themselves. What is the most important thing about teaching? She says, one of the most important parts of this job is crossing paths with previous students and seeing where life has taken them. Knowing that as a teacher, you have played a part, be it small or large in their life. It is truly heartwarming. One of the best benefits of teaching in a small town is that I have the blessing and opportunity to see numerous students I have taught, hear about their lives and what they're currently up to. It really means a lot when you see that your job truly does make a difference. Lastly, with me telling you about Teachers of the Year, we have Miss Lee. Miss Lee works at the Monroe County Achievement Center. So now let's talk about some of her personal education. She grew up in Macon and graduated from Southeast and received an AA from former Macon State and BS from Westland Med from Georgia Southern. How long have you been teaching and what are some teaching assignments you have? She taught at Bibb County for six years, Earth Science, C-G-T-C for six years at Adult Ed, MCAC for three years, teaching biology and physical science. One of her best memories while teaching is always the mousetrap cards. The students never cease to amaze me with their creativity. One of the most challenging things about being a teacher is reaching to everyone and constantly trying to improve. One of the most rewarding things about teaching to her is learning new things from colleagues and students. Well, that's all I have for the Teacher of the Year. Now we're going to take it to Abby to tell us more. Thanks, Autumn. I'm Abigail, and I'm going to be informing you about
1: the remaining three Teachers of the Year. Miss Stroud is a third grade teacher at TG Scott Elementary School. She grew up a quote-unquote military brat. She has lived in North Carolina, Texas, Germany, and Louisiana. She graduated from Ryder High School and received her BA in Elementary Education from the University of Arizona, her MS in Reading and Literacy from Walden University, and her MA in Supervision Administration from the University of Phoenix. Miss Stroud has been teaching for nineteen and a half years and her first class was fifth grade. Since she has taught first, second, third, fourth, and sixth grades as well. She came to Monroe County eight years ago. Before then she taught in Colorado, Kentucky, and Arizona. Miss Stroud's favorite memory comes from one of her fifth grade students. She said, it's like you said Miss Stroud, you can believe in us all you want but we have to believe in ourselves too. This young lady went on to make great gains the remainder of the school year and eventually performed at a distinguished level in the subject area in which she had once struggled. She recalls that day she got off the bus to share her success with me. To this day, I still get teary-eyed as I share this story. This story is an excellent example of what I do what I do," Miss Stroud said. During Miss Stroud's teaching, her biggest challenge has been encouraging all of her students to believe in themselves. While she has had several successes, there have been a few who she just couldn't reach during her time as a teacher despite her encouraging words, hugs, and celebrations of success. She hopes that maybe one day they'll understand their worth and they'll finally love themselves enough to not quit and give up because they remember the words of that crazy teacher who wouldn't let them go and kept on encouraging them and believing in them. And Miss Stroud's favorite part of the job is seeing students who once struggle overcome these challenges. Next up, we have Miss Lisa Michelle Dannelly, an EIP teacher and RTI coordinator. Miss Danelly is a proud product of the Monroe County School System. She is an honor graduate of the Mary Persons Class of nineteen ninety, and she went on to receive her Bachelor's of Science in Early Childhood Education at Georgia Southern University, and she received her master's in curriculum and arts integration through Leslie University. Miss Dannelly has completed twenty five years as an educator. Twenty-one of those years were spent in Bibb County as a first grade teacher. She has been teaching in the Monroe County school system for four years and with being one in first grade and three of those in EIP and RTI coordinator. Mrs. Danley's favorite memory is seeing her former students who remember her and share fond memories of the time spent in class. She states that her most challenging part about teaching is the uncertainty that you have about whether or not you are providing your students with what they need and doing what it takes to impact their lives on a daily basis. Sometimes what they need is carried home in their heads, but sometimes it's carried home in their hearts. Miss Danley says the most rewarding part about teaching is that you get to check your own troubles at the door. You never know what you're going to see, hear, or experience from day to day. She loves seeing the world through the eyes of a child. It's where all the genuine, heartfelt feelings live. It's in their world you find innocence, happiness, laughter, and love. And finally, we have Mr. Douglas Fletcher, Special Education Monroe County Middle School. Mr. Fletcher was raised in a military family. He was born in Texas and spent time in Germany. He attended a public school in Columbus, Georgia and graduated from Hardaway High School. He then attended Georgia Southern University where he majored in Justice Studies. After undergraduate studies, he attended Loyola University, New Orleans, where he graduated with a Master's in Criminal Justice Administration. Mr. Fletcher has been teaching for a total of five years, four years with Monroe County Schools and one year with Bibb County. His first assignment was with a Jeanette school, Elam Alexander, where he was an educational therapist for one school year. He then transitioned to Monroe County Achievement Center as a special education teacher where he taught for one year. For the last three years, he has been a special education teacher at Monroe County Middle School. Mr. Fletcher's favorite memory is from his first graduation as a teacher. The first year he was assigned a senior caseload, who has had a lot of ground to cover to graduate this school year. Fortunately, he was able to see every one of those students walk and receive a diploma that year. Mr. Fletcher says the most challenging thing about teaching is balance. Teaching is very time-consuming, and it is a challenge at the beginning to find the correct routine to get everything done. It can be difficult when managing multiple jobs, coaching, and a family, but the reward of being able to shape our futures is worth it. And finally... Mr. Fletcher says the most rewarding thing about teaching is witnessing a student experience success, specifically students who struggle. He says that special education has the best jobs ever. They are always able to take students who have the odds stacked against them and all too often lack confidence. When they are able to figure out what works best for their students and they start to see themselves being successful, it is the greatest feeling ever. And now we'll take it to a one-on-one interview with Mr. Douglas Fletcher, the System Teacher of the Year.
2: Hello, my name is Sebastian Meskus. I am here with the System Teacher of the Year, Douglas Fletcher. How long have you been working in our school district?
3: This is year six for me. Um, I started at the Achievement Center, and I was there for one year. Then I spent the last, what, four or five years at the middle school, and this is my first year at KB Sutton.
2: What is your favorite thing to do around the
3: school? Um, here. Well, even at the middle school, it's always just the interaction, you know, with the students, um, you know, this is my first year at elementary school. And I was, of course, you know, hesitant being in the high school setting and then moving to the middle school and um, now at the elementary level. But, uh, you know, here, it doesn't take much to be a superstar. Uh, you know, the kids love you. They're happy to be at school they haven't they haven't made it to the middle school yet where you know you start to oh, I don't want to go to school. They all want to go come to school every day. Um it doesn't take much to make them excited, you know, you you make one shot in the in the gym and you're LeBron James or Michael Jordan, so you know, I, it's just it's fun to interact with the students.
2: What is your favorite school subject and why?
3: Um math, that's what I, I taught at the middle school. Um I have a, you know, special education background, um but I ended up moving into a co-teach math class and math has always been you know, a strong subject for myself. Um, ELA, you know, it's a lot of reading. I like to read now, of course, but you know, it was, it was a struggle coming up. So numbers have always been fun to, you know, manipulate and just do different things with.
2: What is one thing you would change about your school to make it better?
3: Ooh, good question. Um, Honestly, there's not much that I think that I would change right now. Um, of course, you know, we just, everybody's dealing with COVID and, you know, the the new normal and, um, you know, it's a lot of changes. So everybody has to be flexible right now. And um, everybody has a great attitude so far. You know, it's, it's stressful for everyone, uh, you know, not knowing what to expect the next day. So um, I don't really have much that I would change. I just, I'm happy with the flexibility that we have here. Um, you know, and, and the can-do attitude of everyone. So um, I'm happy how things are going.
2: Who was your inspiration when you were growing up?
3: Um, I always have to say my mother. Uh, she was pretty much a single mom, um, you know, for most of my life. So uh, just seeing the things that she went through, you know, as a, as a kid, as a student, you never really get to see the full picture uh, of what your parents have to go through just for you to have uh, some sense of uh, normalcy so you know as, as you become an adult and have your own kids you start to recognize that it, it, it's a lot harder than it looks you know um, coming through your lens as a child so you know just really my mother was always she's the one she's done everything she's done a lot
2: what is something you do that has a big impact
3: um i you know i, I as with along with school of teaching and you know now being an administrator. Uh, I'm involved in the community a a great deal. Um, I'm in Omega Psi Phi fraternity, and um, part of what we do, everything we do, is really service. So you know, service to the community. Um, I mentor kids down at a program called Streets to Success in Macon. Um, You know, every year we we go out, we feed the hungry, we just try to stay involved in the community in any way that we can. You know, um, reaching out to students that are in school, some that are in some tough situations, and just trying to be that bridge to get them to where they need to be.
2: How does it feel to be the system teacher of the year?
3: Um, it's a, a huge honor. Um, you know, people kind of laugh at me. I always tell them I never expect, i never expected to be a teacher. Uh, never expected to be an administrator, never expected to be teacher of the year, not even at, you know, um, just the middle school where I was at, just at the the, the school level. Um, and, it's still sometimes i still think about it it's, it's pretty crazy it's you know it's a huge honor um you know somewhere in a small uh, community like forsyth um it seems like anything you do is kind of magnified so um you know it's, it's very cool i don't live in forsyth i live down in macon but you know it's just going here to there it's always a conversation starter uh i get to talk to people and they get to learn a little bit about me um, where I'm from, and uh, different things that I've been through, different jobs that I've had. So it's it's a huge honor, and um, you know, I I love everything that they've done for me. You know, thank you, everybody, Volume Chevrolet. Um, you know, Monroe County Schools, of course. Um, it's great. I love it.
2: If you were to not work within our school system, what do you think you'd want
3: to be? Um. So this is actually my second career. I started off after I graduated from uh, Georgia Southern University as a juvenile correctionals officer. And then I transitioned to a juvenile probation officer. And I actually did that here in Monroe County, which is how I ended up um, teaching here. So I think, you know, I probably would go back to what I was doing um, in some aspect. I don't know if it would be in probation field or corrections as uh, I was as a correction officer, but I'm gonna always work with students and youth in some capacity. So I know it would be something with that. I, I, it's, it's big to me to just make sure that I'm doing what I can to help everybody in the community move forward. So, um, something helping out, something giving back.
2: What's your most memorable moment with a student or any classroom?
3: <sighs> most memorable moment. I would have to say, and I always go back to this. Um, well, I got a lot of them. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, I have a lot, but it's always, you know, when a student realizes what they can do. Um, you know, coming from the special education world, uh, you got a lot of kids who are kind of kind of down on themselves, you know. Um, they feel like they've been labeled with a disability of some sort, and um, they feel like they're not um capable is everybody else to do the things that they're doing in the classroom. So, you know, just helping a kid learn how to learn. Um, you know, I, I struggled a little bit when I was in school, not a lot, but I had to figure out what it was that I needed to do to learn the best way. And, um, you know, I feel like that's everybody, everybody can learn in, in, in uh, some capacity They can, everybody can experience growth. It's just figuring out how to, um, and, you know, I think that, seeing that, seeing the kid really grow, um, starting from somewhere where, you know, it's, it's difficult and just seeing what they can achieve. And um, I think going back to my first year teaching, uh, when I was at the Achievement Center, uh, 100% of my special education students that were seniors graduated. So, um, you know, just going, being able to put on a cap and gown again, and going out to the field, you know, getting to meet the families and seeing them do something that a lot of them never thought that they would do. Um, I think I'll always go back to that moment and just remember, you know, the impact that that had on me and those kids and their families.
2: All right, and that's all the questions I have. Uh, thank you for coming on. All right,
3: no problem. It was nice meeting with you. All right, you too.
4: Hi everyone, I'm Susan Little, I'm the MPTV teacher at Mary Persons High School. And today I'm with Miss Alicia Elder from the board office. And we're gonna talk just a little bit about the teacher of the year process. Um, Can you give us a little more information about who you are and what your title is for Munro County Schools?
5: Absolutely, my name is Alicia Elder and I am the Assistant Superintendent for Teaching and Learning for the school system.
4: Okay, now what does that mean?
5: So basically what I do is I help carry out our district's vision, mission, and guiding principles through our district's continuous improvement process. And I focus primarily on teaching and learning. So my my role is to help support our instructional staff to ensure they have the curriculum they need to teach our students the resources they need and the training that they need to instruct and facilitate um, instruction. And as far as learning is concerned, I'm here to support our students too, to ensure they have the resources, tools, and instructional support to learn in order to help prepare them for graduation and later in life. I actually have three directors that work with me. They specialize in various teaching and learning areas. I have Miss Sandy Caldwell, who is our Director of Assessment, CTAE and Federal Programs. So she and I work closely together. Also Miss Pat Napier, who is our Director of Student Services and Safety. And then we have um, Jenny Rooks, who is our Director of Instructional Student Supports. And the three of those um, ladies work with me Um, with teaching and learning and I help to oversee their job responsibilities
4: that sounds like a really big job (laughs) I'm kind of glad it's not mine (laughs) Um, so one of the things in support of the teachers that our system does is each school has a teacher of the year and then we Mm -hmm. name the system teacher of the year does each school have the same process in choosing their teacher of the year
5: yes they certainly do so basically um there is a committee that is composed of the school's principal, the previous teacher of the year, and then a third teacher selected by the school's leadership team. Mm-hmm. Those three individuals get together and they select a slate of two to four nominees. And um, there's certain there's certain criteria that they have to look at in order to select that teacher of the year. This um, teacher has to be exceptionally dedicated, knowledgeable, and skilled in their craft. They have to be able to inspire students of all backgrounds and abilities. They have to be respected and admired by parents, students, and colleagues. They have to be active in the community as well as in the school. And then they have to be an articulate proponent of public education. So they select a slate of two to four nominees, and then the um, certified staff vote on that slate at a faculty meeting. And the teacher with the most votes will be named teacher of the year for that school
4: okay okay that's that's interesting to know um that's that's a tall order for each of those teachers um and I feel like there are probably lots of worthy candidates at all of our schools which is absolutely great. um so next at the next level after that is each school submits their um when I hate to use the word winner but their teacher of that's choice right. to the system and then I guess, does the whole process start over? Is there an application? How does that work at the system level?
5: So each school's teacher of the year, they have to complete an application. And basically we use the questions that they would be completing as if they were the state teacher of the year. Mm -hmm. So they go ahead and do that work ahead of time in case they are selected and then they move forward. Um, So they complete an application and then they submit that and then uh, we, Remove all identifying information mm-hmm. from the application, and we release their application to three impartial educators who are external to our school system. Okay. And then um, those three individuals score the application. And there are certain sections on there that they have to read and score and answer questions. Mm-hmm. And then the teacher who earns the highest score on the application is who is named um, Teacher of the Year.
4: Okay. And yeah. that's always done. Um,
5: isn't that is that usually announced in April is that right so in the past we always had our teacher of the year um, ceremony in April but this past year we did something a little bit different we actually tagged that on with convocation Mm -hmm. and I believe that is how we are going to continue for um, our new teacher of the year so that we want to move forward and and make that big celebration part of our convocation.
4: It was really fun. I got to be there just filming, and so it was really fun to see it all happen live and see that. I mean, I, I haven't, I guess I haven't been at one of the April meetings where it's been announced, but it was just really kind of a fun, exciting thing to see it happen.
5: So hopefully, we won't be in the middle of um, <laughs> this pandemic and the mitigation practices. Hopefully, some of that will. Will be reduced some so that we can have everyone in attendance to actually see the winner announced that would be really important for that person i know to oh, have absolutely. all of their colleagues present as well as their family and
4: i can just imagine the cheers and excitement from each school that's
5: right it would for be
4: each winner and or each nominee and then especially for the overall um, selection yeah. so i noticed when i was there there were like prize baskets is that something the system does or the school
5: so what we do is We generally reach out to our community sponsors. Mm -hmm. We, this past year, we had around 30 community sponsors. And basically we reach out to them. Our, we have a planning committee and there are around five to six of us. And we reach out to those sponsors to see if they would like to contribute to our teacher of the year gift baskets. And generally they always want to help. They give gift certificates, sometimes store credits. Sometimes they donate items with their business logos on them. It just depends on what the business is able to do. And we're able to put that into a basket of some sort and have that available to give to them that, on that, um, at that event.
4: That's really nice. Um, I love the community support with that. We've, we've got such strong community support for everything we do. Um, another thing that's been kind of really well publicized, I feel like, because a lot of people see this, Uh, Volume Chevrolet has started donating, I I guess it's a one-year lease, I'm not really sure, to the system winner. How did that partnership develop?
5: So, um, honestly, um, when I was speaking with Dr. Hickman about this, we couldn't remember exactly how it started, but it was a few years ago. Um, But basically, the school system partnered with Volume um, after they were established here in our um, county. Mm -hmm. Owners Jason and Holly Connell wanted to provide this opportunity. Um, they are very active supporters in our school system, mm-hmm. um, and they've also have been willing to support other various events, like through athletics, fine arts, and other you know academic programs. So that was just one thing that I think really means a lot to them is um, valuing our teachers and right. showing them how much they are appreciated and supported in our community. And that was just one way that that they could do that. But it is a lease. It's a it's a twelve month lease, I believe. Okay. And they actually come out to the school and pick the car up for regular maintenance, oil changes, that sort of thing. That's really neat. Yes.
4: Um, Okay, well, thank you so much for your time. It's so good to, like,
5: know kind of the background
4: of Teacher of the Year. We don't always see all the stuff that has to happen for the the nice pictures that we see.
5: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of planning goes into the process. It actually takes... From the moment that we start to inform the principals about the process, you know it's it takes about six months to prepare for the Teacher of the Year through the judging and everything, and getting the you know sponsors prepared with their gift baskets. So it it takes a while, well, but really, it's definitely worth it.
4: Yes, as teachers, we appreciate that that program is a part of what the school system does. So that's,
5: Absolutely, that's we wish we could highlight everyone. <laughs> to that extent because we have amazing teachers in our school system we are very fortunate and blessed great leadership so that is wonderful
0: thank you for tuning in to mumro county schools radio exclusively on magic 100 fm have a great week remember to be a champ and as always go dogs the thoughts expressed in this segment represent mumro county schools